episode 545. Thank you all for listening to episode 544, Two Minute Warning, Part 2. I am not Cody, here with my co-host. Bear, comma, not Cody. And Parrot, just Parrot. Florida Parrot. Thank you, well, soon. What, a couple days? Florida Parrot. Yeah, we'll see how this goes with this weather. I mean, it should be a should be a fun little thing. So my bad, my kid had to come in and say, "Hey, the TV that the PS4 is hooked up to cuz the PS5 is hooked up to the projector won't turn on." I go out, grab the remote, hit the sensor right by the sensor. He's like, "Oh, my bad. It was blocked." I'm like, "Yep. These books you have to reach over." Perfect. And then of course, his mom, oh, I, I, it's blocked. I'm like, come really? You can't tell him it's blocked. First world problems. My first world problems continue. Quoted from, who quotes it, Jake? Mr. Robbie in the lobby. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, which it is true. You know, I use that on some people. They're like, oh, this, that, and this. I'm like, and your first world problems continue. Yeah. I love that quote. So thank you, Robbie. And back to Parrot. Parrot is heading to Florida to be a Florida Parrot and hopefully dodge snow, hit some rain. How how far are you going to get? Which Bucky's? Bucky's is, I think, near Mekonga in Georgia? Yeah, it's like nine and a half hours, I think, to Bucky's from home. Oh, you're going to the Georgia one. Okay. Yeah, because it's right on 75. That's right. So I'll just, honestly, what I'm probably going to do is drive there, get a stuff my face with a good old sandwich. Pass out in the parking lot for a couple you the hours. Old, the old brisket, Sammy. Yeah, no, the Italian the three meat. One, yeah, oh, the Italian. Italian. Yeah, that was good stuff. I'll probably honestly go there, eat. I might shower there, and then take a nap, and then just get back just on the road. Open the back of the U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll lay. I'll lay across the seat in the front. Yeah, park off in the side, conk off. Hotels aren't worth it for a couple hours. No. Uh, it should be good. It'll be nice to see some good weather. Might maybe see a maybe see a beach or probably not. I'll probably see the mattress of a hotel when I get there for the, <laughs> for the duration of the trip. And then I fly home Monday. Monday morning. Monday night. Monday night. Oh, it's Monday night now? No, the flight's at like I get home at like six thirty. Oh, that's not bad. No. So it's not really the night. You're leaving in the afternoon. Oh, sorry. My bad. I fly out of Florida at like 6.30. So I'd be home at like 8.30 or something like that. And then I got to drive So you'd be home. home at 11. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. No big deal. Good turnaround. So old Parrot is moving uh, Gray's mom. Helping her get to Florida. She's flying and making Jake do all the hard work. But Jake likes driving, so it works. As it, as it should be anyways. And he could have made some extra money had he checked his phone. <laughs> no, to... no, she turned off. She told him to stop. She they offered him offered her other ones too, but she just said, "Stop texting me these." He could have pulled a trailer for an extra like five hundred bucks. Oh, was <laughs> all for it. She's like, she's like, I didn't want, I didn't want to mess with that. You have to worry about going there, there, there. I just want to get my shit down here. Yeah. Feel that too. And it's like, but it's on the way. And if you're there in the middle of the day, 
you're fine. Especially because I'm there and going to have an extra like, half a day now because I'm leaving a day early. Yeah, because you could have just like drove, passed out in the U-Haul parking lot, dropped off the trailer, and then moved right. on. I've done worse. I've slept on the side of exit ramps for a couple hours here and there. No, that's not bad. That's normal. People do that. That's not not uncommon, Parrot. Not uncommon. Well, it's rest area is a safer, safer spot to go to. Mm-hmm. In a semi truck, it's a little safer on an exit ramp and a car. <laughs> it, it was when I dropped you off in New Orleans. That's what the funny part about that was. Oh God. Yeah, when you couldn't even make it, so I drove. I'd never been more I that was one of the top three most tired I've ever been in my life. Yeah, you were exhausted. You're like, can you drive? I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, you flew there and home. I drove there and back. Oh, yeah. And then you, didn't you stop in Nashville or some shit, too? Yeah, and Blo- Brody, <laughs> he blew all of his show money in the first, like, three hours. Idiot. Needless uh, to say, that was the last show that Cody worked. Or Brody, not Cody. Brody. Peta. Peta. He is a pain in the ass. So Parrot knows now when he got to hang out with Brody what I've had to deal with with Parrot for ten years. Oh, <laughs> I'm like I'm like that pimple on your ass that just won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're you've been good. At least you you've made up for it, and you've always helped out and done. You know, you're always there. Call away, Brody. I don't think you can count on him for anything. Except blowing his money in Nashville, it sounds yeah. like, <laughs> or a free trip to jail. Is he in jail now. I probably. Oh, Jesus. Who knows? I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> yep. So, we got to thank some people. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook with Sanderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to Bree, who's playing Xbox. She's got a headset on. What is she playing? Grand Theft Auto? Yes, sir. <laughs> Dude, I know. She, I- she loves it. I, I know she can't on. even hear it, so I just want to be like, "Hey, Bree!" She puts a headset on. And she's like, she's towing a car right now. It's just funny as shit. Oh, holy shit! Well, who is this? You the know, guy who al- forgot the second half of the game. You know how many alarms I had to set. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about two minute warning. So you 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 lost. Parrot beat you. I said a two-minute warning and a three-minute warning. <laughs> yeah. Parrot beat you in the two-minute warning game because you didn't show up. That's the only way he'll beat me. <laughs> hey, sometimes sometimes you got to win by default, you know? But he also, he, what you didn't hear is he also needed Bree to help him. Oh, That's my hand, it's my handicap. <laughs> like in golf, it's my handicap. I was too busy firing people that day. That's never fun. Shit, that the hell it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Called cutting the fat. Yeah, that guy. Say in the synopsis, he was more interested in firing staff that day. Yeah, I mean, if uh, something breaks, we'll probably have to wait seven hours to fix it. But uh, that one was worth it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I've I've never seen somebody that's paid to fix stuff think he was the smartest guy in the room. I've seen that for you. 
and the way that you fix things. Well, here, this. Okay, I'll ask. This is uh, the first time I asked him to hang something for me. I asked him to hang a, uh, you know, kind of like those the baskets that you put on the wall to hang the manila folders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I asked him to hang one of those for me over the side of one of our mixers. And this guy got done in 15 minutes. And I said, all right, cool. Went out to look at it. And he hung it with, he took two wire hangers, took them apart, twisted them back together and threaded them through the basket. (laughs) Sounds like the right way to do it. And I looked at him and I said, and it almost got me in trouble. And then I actually, then I had to show my boss what he did. And cause the first thing I said is we're paying you to do this bullshit. (laughs) I said, my kid wouldn't even do this. And he's six. And so he got all upset and he went to my boss and, you know, I showed my boss. I said, this is what he did. I asked him to hang it. And this is what he did. <laughs> and then my boss said, oh, no. This, no. He, and I that was the first time I ever seen him because he said, this shit stops now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. So I it just... I, I don't know, man. It's just one of those. It's just the the shit that he did. You just look at him and say, "You cannot be, you cannot be this stupid." Because <laughs> I mean, it was just stupid. From that, and then, and then you get caught on a forklift smoking a cigarette, <laughs> like, which usually isn't a big deal, but when it's a propane. <laughs> a propane forklift is kind of a big deal. Just a little bit. So, you know, then you get caught doing that. And and then you tell a supervisor, i.e. me, that you were not my boss. Go ahead and call mine because all I did was ask you to put forks down on a forklift. I said, okay. All right, I'll show you who your boss really is then. So pretty much all it took was one phone call. And I said, I don't know what his problem is, but he cannot take any type of direction or uh, uh, any type of, uh, I guess, criticism in a way. Not even criticism, correction. You can't take any any leadership or correction. Uh, I I I feel that this man is a walking safety hazard. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Yeah. And they said safety hazard. Oh, let's have a meeting then. So, oh yeah. And then everybody shows up, and you know the regional everybody read all the regional people show up and they pull out your folder and you know and on top of your safety issues you don't show up to work on time yeah cut the fat yeah it's, oh my god cutting the fat 
They call it addition by subtraction. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know how that is. So before Cody so rudely interrupted and joined late because, you know, he set 45 alarms to get here. Right. Uh, we were thanking people. So thanks. We already did West. So thanks to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. And Brandon will hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not cold-ass Kansas City, Missouri. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Paper Denim Art. Go to Facebook. Check out Paper Denim Art. Tell Danny that you're looking for something nice and tell her exactly what you're looking for. She can do anything for you. And again, it's paper, denim, art, anything you need. And if you have fabrics or clothing or things that you want put into this, particularly maybe things that you have. Um, I know she had made, she's made some memorial pieces that have included like people's clothing or things of theirs and made it into a memorial piece. It's really neat. And uh, just tells a story. She loves telling the stories. So again, Go to Facebook, check out Paper Denim Art, Metro Line Podcast. Danny will give you that deal. Thank you to Gray Key Merch. We are going to do festivals and shows and everything. We just added another one, Parrot June Jam, on June 1 to give us, what is that, six shows now or seven in June? It'll be a fun month, man. It'll go by quick. We got shows. I mean, it's it's crazy. We got shows June first, and just Parrot and I were talking about this, and we went back and forth on, all right, you know, how busy are we going to be this year? And we know it's going to be a busy year, probably our busiest yet, and that's before we even do stuff with our other guy that we usually help out throughout the year that does the stadium shows. But we can always send crews there. But we've got a show June first. We've got tailgates and tall boys, which hopefully we have a bear with us for that. With some jelly roll, Bailey Zimmerman and Shine Down. Uh, that's three days in a row, June 6th to the 8th. Then we got the 13th to the 15th in Bloomington. We've got Rock the Country in Mobile, Alabama from the 21st to the 22nd. And we got Rock the Country in Poplar Bluff, Missouri, the 28th and 29th. And then also when we're in uh, Clinton, Iowa, doing tailgate and tall boys with bear and company, the podcast on the road might have to record a podcast while we're on the road. And uh, uh, at the same time on June 7th and 8th, we've got rocked country in Ocala, Florida. So we've got a lot of stuff going on in June and I know parrot, this is the first time he's hearing it. Parrot is confirmed to be in Florida in February for the next bit of couple weeks. He'll spend it in Florida with uh, old Robbie in the lobby. He's going to be out there. And you're going to be out there with the other merch kid, Kyle. He's going to be out there too. Oh, really? So he's going to show you all the uh, the old fun stuff and uh, that Robbie's not used to using, which we'll cut this for a second. So all the festivals we got this year, going to be fun, going to be a good time. Hopefully we get a Cody Bryan out there sometime. He'll be dancing, doing some country. we got to get Cody down in Alabama. Be a good spot. I just tell them I play football. They'll keep me keep me safe. Well, they, I hear they need a new coach down there, which I know we'll be talking about here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you to Greaky Merch. Call the parrot at one eight hundred get parrot and or email us greakymerch gmail dot com. Uh, thank you to Sparty Steve. Just talked to him the past few days, and he's of course doing what he he does for us, uh, for the podcast, for business, for everything. Sparty Steve is the man. 
Not so much the Spartans, who got smoked by Northwestern. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. And make sure you get to DatingTransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell when you mention Over the Line podcast. And in the meantime, get to Amazon.com and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. All right, so let's kick it off with the uh, the big hot news today. What was hot news today, Bear? Well, we had uh, one coach get what? I don't know if he stepped down or I don't think he got fired, but uh, the first good college coach into the NFL, Pete Carroll, is no longer the coach of the – I did not hear that. He is um, – I, I don't know if he stepped down. I don't think he got fired because he's still an advisor um, for Seattle, so he's still going to be with the organization. But he will no longer be coaching the Seattle Seahawks. Um, and probably the bigger news, the um, the GOAT right now in college football, Nick Saban has retired. No more. So, Bama, new coach after, what, 17 years, I think? Yeah. I think it's 17 like seasons. Um, yeah, cra- kind of crazy. So, it kind of gives you that feeling that Belichick's probably coming later this week. Um, I think it was our – I mean, at least from the split from New England, not a retirement, um, but probably a split from New England. So, think we'll have a whole bunch of new scenery um and that already entitles with arthur smith that got fired from the falcons um mostly mostly because he sucks but um, he does i like to think that it's a little temper tantrum that he threw which was hilarious that's right Um, i'd have fired his ass in the locker room for that well this is the thing is before the game or Saturday, whichever, Arthur Blank said he was he likes he said he liked Arthur Smith and um you know he wasn't set on a decision. So I'm guessing after you got one set him blown off. out by the Saints and then had your little hissy fit out there because they ran in a touchdown after you were down four touchdowns anyways. Um who cares? But you know what yeah. before you go on, but what that tells me about in New Orleans they don't have any respect for that coach either. Oh, Dennis Allen's going to get fired next for sure. 100%. When Jameis just does his own thing when they're supposed to kneel it out, says, fuck it. Well, it has nothing it, – so it has nothing to do with that, right? It has nothing to do with what Jameis did. It has the fact to do that Dennis Allen comes out and said, yeah, it's not the play I called. If they ask you, you one lie or you say two, no comment. Don't, yep. don't call all your players out. You just lost all of their respect if you had any because you just threw them all under the bus. Oh, yeah, yeah. He knew right there they didn't have respect. He knew right there they didn't have respect for Smith. Who gives right. a shit? But Who he knew right there they didn't have respect for him when they just do their own thing. He was done there. That's why he's probably like he doesn't give a shit. He knows he's gone. Look, the last thing I'm worried about is my backup quarterback and backup running back and all these guys running a touchdown. Who cares? I don't. Yeah. At that point, as a head coach, I'm not too worried about that respect. Um, but when you call them out. That's it. I mean, you just can't do that. So Dennis Allen will be gone next would be my guess. Um, Let's hope. Well, again, pending the Belichick situation, right? But the, I think Allen will be the next coach that gets uh, fired. Bill ain't going no damn New Orleans. Belichick, Belichick ain't getting fired. Um, it'll be a mutual split or something like that. But, I mean, the next coach I think is going to get fired will be. Yeah, that's Dennis. what they'll call it. Like, no, nah, man, you got fired, dude. Just, you got fired. Unless that contract expired, you got fired. Yeah. And then um, the other coach that got shit canned was Ron Rivera, which we all knew was coming anyways. Um, They need new scenery. And then uh, Vrabel, as you said as well, which I I guess is probably the, if you want to put a quote unquote surprising one on there, but 
I mean, he was 13 and 31 the last two years. It's not that surprising. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not really that surprising. I figured he would be gone. Um, Derek Henry's going to be gone. I mean, it's the new GM came in. I think it's just time to get in and rebuild. So it sounds like that's what's happening, which the Titans are going to be the bottom of that division anyways for the next 10 years. So, Oh, yeah, definitely. And I just saw something on X, Twitter, or whatever. Hear me out. What if the Patriots keep Belichick and create an Expendables-type coaching staff of old men for one last ride? Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, Ron Rivera, throw Jim Caldwell and Norv Turner over on offense. Really make a whole scene of it. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> probably, I'd, I'd probably root for the Patriots next year. We got yeah. the, the geriatric coaching staff. That would be the wink, oldest goddamn. Wink Martindale. Just got yeah, wink Martindale. Get him in there. Throw a wink on defense. <laughs> That'd be the oldest goddamn offense ran in the league. Once once Wade Phillips has a good year in San Antonio, let's bring him on board too for the NFL season. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. That'd be awesome. That would be fucking awesome. But so yeah, that's our those are the coaches so far that have gotten fired and teams that are looking for new coaches next year. This is funny. You heard it here first. New England Patriots, Nick Saban, GM, Bill Belichick, head coach. Yeah. That'd be good. But everyone, you know, obviously everyone has their, the rumors with Belichick and all that. And it's just like, dude, like let, let's figure out what he's even doing first before we start with rumors and shit. Now, if they do split and I'm Bill Belichick, I'm going to Atlanta. That team has the most talent that you could go and coach and win. There's no reason the Falcons weren't 10 and six, 11 and five this year. I mean, they were eight and nine with two no good. Do you think they're, do you think they're a quarterback away? Oh, 100%. Just don't let them touch the offense. And coach and coach. I mean, dear God, Arthur Smith, dude, you have B. John Robinson, you got Kyle Pitts and you're throwing the ball to Johnu Smith. Yeah. Really? Is that what we're doing? We're not throwing to Drake London who catches – he's like a vacuum. The dude catches anything that gets thrown to him, even balls overthrown by 10 yards by Desmond Ritter, and Drake London's coming down with it. But we're going to yeah. throw Jonu Smith and hand the ball off to Cordero Patterson? Come on. I mean, and Desmond Ritter's like – he's not terrible. He's just no. not – he just needs a little needs building. A coach. Like, yeah. But when you bench him, how is – just like just that's right when right when Bijan Robinson fumbled, Arthur Smith benched him for the rest of the game. I knew right there he was going to get fired. You can't do that to your rookie. You got to let them build that confidence back up. I mean, you just can't you can't let that happen. Okay, he fumbled. He made a mistake. Great. You talk to him out. Hey, man, this is what we're going to do. We're going to protect the football. Let's get back in there and do it. And if he does it again, okay, maybe then you think about it. But. Man, you just can't do that after one fumble. I mean, Jesus, it's the NFL. Yeah. So, good riddance to him. They so, just need an actual good coach. That's all they need. Just don't so let – if Belichick goes – you know who needs to go to Atlanta? Jim Harbaugh. That's that where he's going to end up at. You I think heard he's still it going to the Chargers, but he would be – I think it. I think you're right. I think with him in Atlanta, they are they automatically win that division next year. Of all the teams that have a spot available right now, unless something changes, the only teams that don't have like a meddling owner are well. I mean, New England doesn't necessarily have a meddling owner, 
Bob Kraft is here for the bitches. He's trying to buy some dunks <laughs> and some bitches. That's all he's here for. He just wants he just wants some Asian massages. That's all. Yeah, he that's all he's here for. So like that could work, or or Atlanta. I mean, Arthur Blank wants to win so bad, and I mean, is the table set? Like, and he'll uh, pay. He will pay money. And he'll pay somebody like a Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, like he will pay. So, but you, th- but you think about that though, because Tomlin might be out too or step away. Yeah. They'd be stupid. Pittsburgh want, but Pittsburgh wants like the fans are idiots, and some of them are like, "Oh, we want him out." You know, he would be the first one to everybody be barking down his door. He's come. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin just coached one of the historically worst worst teams. Yes, like to to ten and seven. Yeah, he should be coach of the year for what he did. He should be coach of the year. One hundred percent. Now, now the only reason why I say no is because, one, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. D'Amico Lyons is 100% coach of the year. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise is – I mean, don't get me wrong. The job Tom – I totally agree with you. The job Tomlin has done most years gets him coach of the year with that shit team. But goddamn, yeah. Nico Ryan's hands down coach of the year this year. Oh yeah. yeah, the Texans. The Texans were shit last year. They weren't even supposed to be good this year, and he's got them in a playoff game at home, home playoff game, won the division. I mean, that's yeah, that's impressive. And the team that he has built there, if they can stay healthy, is going to be good for a while. I mean, they're the youngest, what second youngest team, youngest team, second youngest team in the NFL. I think second yeah. youngest in Green Bay, and. Yeah, they're going to be winning that for a while. Oh, yeah. If they yeah. stay healthy, I mean, and look, yeah. I mean, Stroud's doing that. Did you see the receivers he had? Now, granted, Nico Collins obviously was finally healthy, but yeah. goddamn, behind Nico Collins, you had me, you, Cody, and Parrot out there playing receiver. That's who he was throwing to. Literally, that's yeah. who he was throwing the ball to. A bunch of nobodies. <laughs> yeah. And Cody don't run across the middle. Because <laughs> no, they Cody had, don't, run, Cody don't run much of that Achilles. Because Robert Woods is old as shit. Noah Brown came from Dallas, also a Buckeye, which was surprising. You don't see him get more. But Dalton he Schultz hurt. did not get used much, he and he was hurt a little bit too. But that's what know, I'm saying. Who yeah, was the other one? Tank Dell. Yeah, he, yeah, got, yeah. he got hurt. He got hurt too. Six or seven, I think. Jesus. Well, he's the one that tore his Achilles, so he was out. He was out. Noah Brown's been in and out, but he was hurt this game. Um, so do you see? So more, but. let's say hypothetically, like you said, Harbaugh, Harbaugh to Atlanta. I could see that a lot. Do you think that I don't know where they pick in the draft, but do you think in that situation that he would go after his quarterback if Harbaugh was the coach? No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. You got to. I, I mean, he probably take the guy he just played against. Why would you not take Penix at like 14? He'll still be there. Right. Yeah. Put Penix with Drake London and get that get that play action game going, or open it up with Bijan and then let Penix get there and throw in a dome. You're playing in a right. dome. Um, let's see, you got to play the Saints, so you're playing in a dome at least ten times a year, at least ten times a year, at the minimum ten times a year. You're playing in a dome. Or do they get Shane Falco in Atlanta for a year rental? Yeah, because is, Atlanta's got no. the eighth. Atlanta's got the eighth pick, so they're. You know, I, I know on some of the stuff it has them going defense, assuming I they see, sign a quarterback. Yeah. I, I see them going. I see Atlanta going with somebody on defense. As much yeah. as their defense improved, a lot of those guys were free agent signings. So, or not a lot, but a few of them. You know, like Calais Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple of those guys on the line were free agents. So, 
if they keep them or not, you know, I could see them going defense in the draft. And I think um, I think the last, at least um, one of the decent, I only watch a couple people's mocks because they're actually smart. Um, I think they had them going uh, Dallas Turner from Alabama, the outside linebacker, who was an absolute monster. So that would be – that would be good for Atlanta. Be very good for Atlanta. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, you're getting a kid who's, you know, 100 miles down the road too. So that also helps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, the Chargers are going to be left out. They'll probably be the last team to hire because Dean Spanos is a moron. And on top of him being a moron, he's a meddling moron. I heard so, – um, last thing I heard was um, they might promote Kellen Moore to be head coach of offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who really wants that job, though? You know, I mean, I mean God, yeah, you wasted. got Justin Herbert and, and – Man, they Austin wasted Keenan Allen. They wasted yeah. – Austin Eckler's done. That dude, he's done. He's done. He's done. I mean – Watching the last few games, he just got no juice left in him anymore. And maybe it's because they were already out of it, but he just he just looks like he's defeated and done. And if you remember before the year, they had that big contract dispute and he didn't know if he was going to be there. So I bet Eckler won't even be a charger next year. Yeah. Mike so- Mike Mike Williams has gotten hurt two years in a row with big injuries. I think uh um ACL and an Achilles or something like that. Um Keenan Allen's on the wrong side of 30 for a wide receiver. And I mean, he's been hurt quite a bit. He's not a spring chicken. Um, and other than that, who else you got? Quentin Johnson, who they drafted that dude can't catch a cold. Yeah. And if I'm Jim Harbaugh, why the hell would I want to come into that situation? Herbert. That'd be it. Hope you can hope you can draft a, you know, a Roma Duze or something and, and get someone in there. But I mean, because their defense is fine. I mean, yeah. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Derwin James on the backside. Asante Samuel Jr. I mean, they got a good defense. It's just they can't stay healthy. They've never been able to stay healthy. That dude's yeah. name's like one word: Roma Dunze. It's just like one word. It rolls off your tongue. Mm-hmm. The uh, I know a lot of things are saying now. You know, a lot of the mock drafts that Caleb Williams is going to go one to the Bears. If that's the case, what do you think they do with uh, Old Fields? They're going to trade him to Atlanta. Ah. I could I could see that. Our I bet you everybody be thrilled. Up. Yeah. Harbaugh gonna show up in Atlanta, trade for Justin Fields, win the division, win one playoff game, he coach of the year. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and everyone not wrong. Will, and everyone will forget they were just eight and nine this year and really weren't that bad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I but you know, I could see it. It'd be interesting to see if Caleb Williams does go to the Bears. Which uh, I which know. I think is asinine and stupid. Right. I think well, if they the, just fired they, their offensive coordinator today. Yeah, the Bears did. I think so. if the Bears, I think if the Bears trade Fields and draft Williams, it'll be, it'll be another ten years of a poverty franchise, and they won't do shit. Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of things are thinking Drake May is going to go second. That's Washington, right? Oh God! Uh, so yeah. They, so they basically drafted another Sam Howell. Uh-huh. There, there's all these things across the board. Like Jaden Daniels might go to uh, the Patriots at three, or Harrison could go there. Harrison, I know a lot of boards has been four to Arizona. Literally, I mean, literally drafting Sam Howell, right? Didn't he go to North Carolina? <laughs> wasn't he their last quarterback before May? <laughs> I think, so. I think he oh, was. Oh, my God, that would be hilarious. <laughs> literally drafting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, if I was the Bears, 
there's two options. If I'm if I'm the Bears, right? My two options are I draft Marvin or I trade back with one of the teams at four or five and gain more picks and then get Marvin. Well, that's what they're saying, that the that Washington might trade up a first round plus another first to the Bears, who would then drop to two, just one spot, take Marvin. I don't. I think if I'm Washington, like I get that I'd rather I'd rather have Caleb Williams and Drake May, but I'm also going to take the chance that Washington. I mean, you're going to know, right? You have to know because if Fields isn't gone, they're not taking Caleb Williams. They're not going to draft Caleb Williams if Fields is still there. So if Fields hasn't been traded, then don't fucking trade up. Stay at two and take Williams or take May if you want. I I agree with Cody. I think it's a mistake. Do you but, think you see three quarterbacks, three receivers in the top ten? Maybe um, four and three. I think three quarterbacks. Yes. I think two receivers. So eh. I think you got three because Malik's probably going to go too. Rome, Malik, Marvin could all go top ten. At least top fifteen. You know they're all going. Well, this is how I look at it, right? So let's say, let's say, let's just say how it is, right? Field stays. Marvin goes to the Bears. That'd be it. Two, Caleb Williams goes to Washington. Who's three? Uh, uh, three is New England, right? Patriots, yep. They need a fucking quarterback. So Probably Drake May. Drake May. Yep. Maybe, I mean, pending if Belichick's still there, who knows what the hell happens. But let's say they go QB and they go May. Who's four? Arizona. That's a wide receiver. So that'll be um, neighbors probably, be my guess. Yep. Chargers, five. They need linemen. I can see him taking alt from Notre Dame, probably. Chargers need a lot. Um, I mean, I get it, but yeah, they should. They 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 should. They yeah, because like Jaden Daniels could go. I could also, also see the Chargers taking a wide receiver there too, which is possible. I mean, Roma Duze, that'd be nice to have there with Herbert, and then figure out your line later. Um, so uh, that's that's already three wide receivers then. Yep. Two quarterbacks. Yeah, and you could get, like we said, Jaden Daniels could go up there. Michael Panix could go up there. Got a lot of guys could go there. Yeah, it's possible. We could definitely do that. Yeah, I mean, Alt is definitely going there. If he doesn't, he'll go to Tennessee at seven, I think, right? Tennessee <laughs> is seven. Yeah, Tennessee needs a line, so I could see Alt yeah. going at seven. Because you got J.C. Latham and Joe Alt are your top two linemen. Yeah, and then Latham – I mean, they'll both go top ten, too. So you'll yep. probably have two receivers – Three quarterbacks, three – I'm sorry, two linemen, three receivers, three quarterbacks. That's eight. And then Turner from Alabama, that's uh, outside linebacker or line, however they want to do it. And then – They have uh, – I, I hope this happens. You know, uh, you know – Dallas could go. Shit. Never yeah, know. like Dallas down at 30. I've seen many different things. Defense on all of them I've seen. But uh, Quinion Mitchell from UT, I would be so happy with that. Um, I hope that Dallas drafts 32nd is what I hope. Well, we all hope that, but either way, if they can get Mitchell, because Mitchell's creeped up into the first round now from Toledo, and he would be a good corner. And then you imagine that, him, Bland, Diggs. Gilmore if they resign him. Yeah, Gilmore on top of it. Or they could put him back to safety. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of good options. I think this is one of the most talented, like, First two round drafts in a long time. Oh, 100%. And it'll be interesting to see how these quarterbacks play out, too. 
Like of those quarterbacks, of all those quarterbacks, I know it depends on situation and who you go to franchise everything, but who do you think no matter where they got drafted has the best chance in the NFL? Um, probably Penix, honestly. I just like what he can do. But if Penix goes to, I don't know, New England, I don't know if he will. If Penix goes to Atlanta, I think he'd succeed. I could see that, too. If fucking Harbaugh went there, he'd be like, I just played this guy. Give me him over Jay. You know, JJ's probably going to be, what, third round, second round? Yeah, JJ won't be till later. I'd say JJ's a, a late first, maybe early second. I mean, he's he's got uh, depending he's on where he, when goes, he needs though. to be. Yeah, I mean, I just, don't, I just I'm sorry. I I think we see what we see with Bryce Young. I mean, you, and I get JJ's a little bit bigger, but I mean, you're getting a six foot, six foot one, maybe two hundred pound quarterback who can move a little bit. He'll get killed in the NFL. He'll get killed just like Bryce Young is. He gonna get what is killed. he? He's like what six three, six four, two hundred pounds, something like that. I, but he, he, I know he's small. He don't look that big when he's on the football field. If he is, oh, he looked tall as shit the other day in the title game. Um, but he's also standing next to Blake Corum. And <laughs> yeah, Blake Corum, five foot two. Now, yeah. you want someone who Dallas could draft at thirty-two? Give me Blake Corum there. Yeah, I'll take Blake. Yep. And uh, you know we're gonna see more running backs going second round, probably more than anything, than they do the first anymore. You know how that position's played. I out. think yeah, I think so, but. Yeah, I mean, I, again, there's just there's a lot of talent out there. So, so you, you got a lot of guys that are going to be available to coach this year. Bill Belichick potentially, Jim Harbaugh, of course, Mike Vrabel. Vrabel probably goes New England, right? Belichick, I could see Belichick, Belichick in Atlanta too. He'd be like, "Fuck, take me there." That'd be that'd be funny from Belichick go to Atlanta after Atlanta blew a twenty eight three lead to a Belichick led team. That'd be little comical yes it would but uh let's uh let's spin into we'll come back to football let's spin into jolf oh yeah last week already um the century at kapalua we had no winners i think the last couple of years dubs picked a winner someone's picked a winner off the bat yeah it was dub yeah chris kirk ended up winning the tournament a little bit surprising um a little bit surprising late run I think ended up winning like 28 or 29 under something huge, but these tournaments normally are pretty low scoring tournaments. Um, But good for Chris Kirk, man. He's just, he's always had a steady career and no better way to start that golf season with a dub under your belt. So good for him. Um, For the standings, we had um, dub and myself both got 14s. He out of Max Homa, me out of Eric Cole. Gray got a 47 out of Ludwig Odberg. Uh, Cody didn't pick, so he got the last plays, Vincent Norman. Got a 59, though, so not bad. Jake with Tom Kim had a 45, and Jeremy with Tony Finau, a 38. So going to this week, the Sony Open at uh, Wa'ali Country Club. I think they're on Maui for this one. Um, Again, still in Hawaii for a little bit. And this really – this course is easy if the wind stays down simple as that wind's got to stay down at this course if the wind kicks up it's tough if not um i think it's like a par 70 like seven thousand forty yards or something so not long for pga tour standards long for us but not for them so uh thick rough but pretty wide fairways some trees as well um you know a, a pretty high scoring course again pending weather 
Siwoo Kim won last year at 18 under, Hideki the year before 23 under, Kevin Na 21 under and 21. And the last time they had bad weather was 2020, and Cam Smith won at 11 under. If that tells you how bad the weather was that week with the wind, because before that, Kucher won at 22 under and Pat Nazar at 17 under. And the record the year before that was Justin Thomas with 27 under in 2017. So you can definitely go low here. And it doesn't look like the weather is going to be bad in Hawaii this week. So for the Sony, um, this is our first cut event as well. So got to make the cut. Sorry, it can't be as easy as it is uh, these other weeks. So Dub and myself technically are leading. Um, Dub took who Gray took last week, the favorite this week, Ludwig Auberg. Not bad pick there. Um, I think he'll probably bounce back a little bit, should at least. I'm going Lucas Glover this week. Um, he actually missed the cut here last year, but he finished last year in general strong, looked decent the century putter just wasn't there, but really here you need to be good from hundred yards and in and, and Lucas Glover's top eight in the world at hundred yards and in. So that's where I'm going this week. Yes, it's on me. Uh, I was going to go with bears pick from last year at this event, but I changed my mind. I'm going to go with the winner last week. Gets the Hawaii sweep first time since 2017. Chris Kerr. Mm-hmm. Cody. Who are these naysayers in the words of Joe Bud? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the the PGA tour turned into just like the the club pros tour. Uh will be soon if they don't pay them what um if they don't pay them what Liv does. Jesus, uh, I need to go figure out who the, the the club pro is down at down at Maple Grove and <laughs> and tell them to get on tour. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I, hell, I don't know. Uh, I'll go Kirk. All right. Chris Kirk. Well, Chris Kirk back to back. Parrot. Uh give me JT Poston. The postman for Parrot. Um, do we know if Jeremy's gonna pick Gray? Well, I'll ask Jeremy. We'll get a golfer. We said he's gotta be in this the whole year. Yes, we did. We'll see if he uh runs through on that. So yeah, good week for the Sony Open. It's always good. I, I watched uh some golf last week just seeing the nice Hawaii views at uh Makes me feel nice and warm when it's, you know, negative six degrees outside like it's about to be this weekend. Yay, looking forward to that. Not. (laughs) That's why I'll stay in the basement downstairs and watch TV all day. Hey, when's, uh, when is, um, when's NASCAR start? Um, the clash is the 4th of February. I can't be right. That sounds about right. Cam Davis, by the way. Yes, the fourth. Um, <laughs> the fourth for the Clash, and then the um, 18th for the Daytona 500. Oh, yeah, because Super Bowl in between. I did um, uh, I did update the um, NASCAR, so we're ready to go on that one, too. All updated and ready to go. Yep, so it's going to be a fun time. I saw... Well, only two Saturday races in NASCAR this year, too. Really? Yep, the day, the... Coke zero four hundred and uh, Bristol night race in the playoffs in September. Playoffs, 
playoffs and the race before the playoffs. When is uh, what day is that on the Daytona? That is the 24th. That's not the race before the playoffs. Darlington. Oh, it's not. Nope. They moved it to Darlington. It's two races before the playoffs now. So Darlington, the Southern 500. Well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. So it's the 24th of August. Yes. The 24th of August. That will be Daytona. Um, and then you yeah, might have yeah. to find a show in Florida that weekend. <laughs> the last race is there. Um, and actually the Michigan race is on my birthday this year, the week oh, before nice. Which I already have tickets to because it rained out last year. So perfect. Are you get tickets if it rains out? Uh, Because they didn't make it past 100 laps. (laughs) No shit. Yeah, remember they made it to 86 and they called the race on Sunday? So I was like, what? I mean, because we were there. I was like, whatever. So they reached out to me and said, um, well, since technically it didn't finish and you couldn't make it on Monday, we have to give you all eight of your tickets. And I was like, fucking sweet. So I got free tickets. So I got to see 86 laps of the race and we got free tickets to this year. It's great. Nice. Yep. So I'm going to two races this year. Dose. Do also want to add that Rowdy Energy is seizing operations, closing its doors. In the that coming was quick. Days. Yep. Three years. I bought two of those, so can't can't blame me. I gave my eight dollars and eighty eight cents to Kyle Bush. Eight dollars and eighty eight cents. Kyle sees like a dime, <laughs> maybe more. Yeah, probably more. Probably more. All right. So good stuff there. All right. Let's move on to college football. Yeah, Michigan first real national title since nineteen forty eight. Um, first half national title since 1997, but, um, yeah, I mean, Michigan dominated the entire first quarter. Washington made it a game. Um, Penix comes out of halftime, throws an interception. You think it's over the whole third quarter. Michigan was trying to let Washington stay in that game and they just couldn't do it, man. Michigan pulled away. They were the more physical team and the stronger team. So Michigan is your national champions of 2023. Um, and I'm happy for him. I mean, yeah. since ni- 1948 is a long time. And if you claim 97 as a half championship, I feel bad for you. Um, so I'm happy to see him win one because once Harbaugh leaves, it's about to get ugly again. Um, so, you know, and they'll still be there, right? They'll still have a chance. 12 team playoff. You're still going to be there. But next year, their schedule is a gauntlet. <laughs> Corum's gone. Edwards is gone. McCarthy's gone. Most of your defense is gone. It's, it's and just, they got one of the hardest schedules. Yeah, I think the hardest schedule in college football yeah. next year. It's just not going to be that good of a year for them. But they shouldn't care. They just want a national title, and they should be happy about it. And as a Buckeye fan, I'm happy for them. I mean, you, you, you got to win eventually, right? That's a long time. Just like the Cubs. Even though they beat the Indians in that World Series, I was happy to see them win. They beat my team, but I was happy to see them win. So... It was good for them. Um, you know, Washington tried. I mean, the running back was hurt. Penix got beat up. But, man, I tell you what, they they put up a fight. That's all they could do. They put up a fight. Yeah. Hell how, ironic is, uh, how ironic is they expand the playoff when there's only two conferences left? <laughs> like, yes, well, the, let's put 12 the, teams in. Well, the funny thing is it's the top five ranked champions of conferences will be mm-hmm. your first five right so you're gonna end up with a bunch of schools that don't belong in it like they the, the most they should have done was six 
You don't need 12. Like, you could have just kept it at six, but it's also we, a money We say grab. that now until an eight seed fucking wins in year one. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. No. I was going to say, yeah, because the eight seed will probably be like Oregon or something. Yeah. Sure. Right? Gonna, I mean, <laughs> like, that's your, why. Like, your eight seed, yeah, your eight seed is going to be a two loss team who lost to. Ohio State and Texas or some shit, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have a two-loss Oregon team playing freaking conference champion Memphis. I mean, think about it. Georgia was the five seed this year. <laughs> I mean, right. they would have been, been in the title game if there was a 12, if there was a 12-team playoff this year. Right. Oh, they made the title game. Watching everybody else, 100%. So, and, I mean, at the end of the day, too, if you look at it, I mean, same with Ohio State. I mean, they lost to Michigan by one score on the last drive of the game. That was their only yeah. loss this year. And look what happened. They, they're out. Now, you can look at what happened to Missouri. Everyone left, but that doesn't happen in a 12-team playoff. Ohio State sitting at seven, and there's your seven or eight seed who you don't want to face. That's the last team you right. want to face. Exactly. So, yeah, it's going to be like that. It just mm-hmm. is. And that's that's good. I think college football needs that. Now, I don't think you're going to get much past seven or eight. I don't ever see a nine through 12 winning that tournament. Personally, I don't, at least for a while. No. But. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. Well, SEC and fucking Big Ten have a lot of good teams. Let's, if it wasn't for freaking, you know, these the, the Oklahomas and the Auburns blowing these games against these, these smaller schools, we never would have been in this conversation in the first place. You know, your your exceptions to the rules, you know, the Boise States and your uh uh Central or UCFs and everything else, you get that, you get those exceptions to the rule, and everybody freaked out and lost their damn mind. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and now we stuck with 12 teams. So now those same small schools gonna be crying again because they have no shot. They had as much shot as they did before as they do now. So just imagine you come out conference champion, I don't know, Houston, and you were what, a four, a four seed, 12-team playoff. You know, that puts you – I mean, who would that put you against? That puts you – hell, that probably would put you against an Ohio State. Yeah. You know, hey, good job, conference champion. You get Ohio State right out the gate. Because they lost one game. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like they laid it out for this year, it would have been the bye weeks would have been, you know, the four teams, obviously, Michigan, Washington, Alabama, Texas. Then you would add Florida State against Liberty, Missouri against Oregon, Ole Miss and Georgia, Penn State, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So but that's all, all all SEC and Big Ten except for two teams. Yeah, it's all chalk. Liberty and Florida State, who would have played each other in the first round. And which probably would have been the only close game because the quarterback was out. Yep. Yeah. And if he was in, that would have been a blowout too. Mm-hmm. Sure would have. It's a fact. It'll be interesting next year to see what happens. Don't know because that's how they're landed out, right? The top, the top five ranked conference winners, isn't that what it is? Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. 
Well, at least a Big Ten team won the inaugural college football playoff and then the last of the four-team version of it. The only two times an SEC team wasn't in it. <clears throat> yeah, by beating another Big Ten team, exactly. <laughs> and in the first one, another Big Ten team. By them beating yep. Alabama. Yep, you had, Alabama. yep. Had to get through Alabama to get there. Saban. So, uh, it was a fun year. Michigan won. They deserved it. Dub had everything pretty much right, except Georgia in there. And uh, Michigan losing to Bama in the title game. Yeah, I mean, he had a dub had a solid year. Just missed the one seed in the title game. That's it. Good job, Dub. All right, NFL. I know that's wrapped up for our uh, podcast and for the pick'em. Yeah, it's over. We we as the podcast all lost. Um, and Gray won for. Where is this? Okay, well, I guess uh, ESPN Fantasy just took picks and pick them away and said, screw you guys. Um, yeah, so Gray ended up winning this year, or our NFL and college swept them both. Um, NFL record of 177-95. Next closest was seven behind, which was me, so it wasn't even close at all. It was 170 and 102. I was trying to keep it under 100 losses. I blew that. Um, Parrot was third, 166 and 106. Um, based off based off of winning percentage, Cody was fourth at 120 and 81, and Dub uh, was fifth at 145 and 127, which was just just brutal, terrible. Um, yeah, and the pod finished in sixth, our worst ever finish in any. Because we let Dub pick for this show, any tournament. Um, it was next bad. year. Next year we got new rules. Dub's uh, picks don't count. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you. And then next year, he'll probably go 190 and 80 or some shit. Let Bree take his picks. Yeah, no shit. Might need to. <laughs> she could be the tiebreaker. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so at Ryan Peoples. Or at Ryan or Jeremy. Peoples. Jeremy's, every week he's been on, he's beat us. Eh, his record is 153 and 101. It, it wasn't much better. But so, every time he's been on the show, he's beat us. Yeah, Jeremy missed seven. 18 games he missed picking. Oh, he didn't even put in week 18. That would probably be a little bit of it. Why? Yep. Um, so yeah. Um, let's see. Final standings at Ryan underscore peoples ended up winning 178 and 92. So he actually he would have beat me straight up too. So empty spiral was second, 174 and 95 at Wilson 27, 174 and 98. So empty spiral missed three games. Um and well, I guess that wouldn't have mattered, but missed three games. Uh, Bree was tied in fourth with 173 and 99 with Jared Goof at 173 and 99, who, by the way, was me, not Cody, the entire time. What? Um, <laughs> yep, sure was, boys. <laughs> kept, was you. kept that one a secret the whole year. I thought it was all my money. <laughs> I thought it was Cody's burner. <laughs> nope, that was me the whole time. And as you can see, my uh, picks were a little bit different in some than what my standings were, so you wouldn't catch on to that, which I actually did better on that than I did in here, funny enough. (laughs) Um, And the pod at 171 and 101. Thanks, Dub. Mostly Peaceful was in seventh. Um, 
Jeremy was in eighth. Eric two three four one was in ninth. And Parrot finished the year with sixty nine wins. Congrats, Parrot, in dead last. I did that just for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You got sixty nine and started picking losers on purpose. <laughs> he just knew who was going to lose. No, he just didn't nope. pick anymore after that. All just right. Anymore after Can't that. win if you don't pick. Playoffs. What playoffs? This is going to be a fun <laughs> year in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. it's, it's going to be really good for the playoffs. We got a lot of good matchups. Um, two Saturday games, three Sunday games, and a Monday night game. Unfortunately, Parrot's Super Bowl pick is already dead because the Bengals will not beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I guarantee that. But everyone else is still alive. Um, we'll just go back to that right now. I have the Ravens over the Eagles. Dub has the Bills over the Eagles. Gray and Cody will be out soon. They both have the Eagles <laughs> winning. Eagles over the Chiefs for Gray. Eagles over the Bills for Cody. So everybody has, well, four of us have our uh, Super Bowl picks still alive. One of us picked the Bengals. <laughs> that, um, that pick did not age well. <laughs> and then for and then for our um for our standings for the year. Um, actually, we didn't do bad. Um, we all nailed the 49ers except Cody, picked the Seahawks. Um, I was the only one that got the NFC East totally correct. Everyone else took the Eagles like a bunch of traitors. Um, we all got the NFC South <laughs> incorrect. Um, we all took the Saints and Cody took the Falcons, but the uh, Bucks obviously were the winner there. Every one of us got the NFC North wrong. Even Dub, even the Lions fan had the Lions in second um, in the AFC North, myself and Cody both had the Ravens, Dub and uh, Gray both had the Bengals winning that division. In the AFC South, um, we all had the Jags, so we lost. And uh, two of us had the Titans in second, me and Dub. And, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, yeah, we suck. I'm just saying. We just had them in second. Mm -hmm. We suck. You and Dub, oh, oh. That's what I was saying. It was bad, like really bad. You know, um, if uh, if the Jags would have won, I would have swept that division. Yes. Fuckers. Yep. And in the AFC East, both Gray and Cody swept that division. Um, all had that correct. Um, we all had the Bills winning the division, though. So we all <laughs> we all won it just on the last night. Um, but we there. But Cody and Gray swept that division. And in the AFC, everybody had the Chiefs except me because I went the Chargers like a dumbass. <laughs> so. Everybody had a division correct except for Dub. Big shock. And Parrot didn't make any picks. So sorry, Parrot. So the Raiders finished second in that division. Chargers dead last. Yeah. Crazy that the Raiders were second in there. Pierce better get that fucking job. Nah, he'll be looking for a job. I think um who just oh, I think the Titans just requested to interview him. Which wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he should get quite a few interviews. But if I was dumb, dumb Mark Davis, I would have signed him yesterday. But that's just me. Um, all right. So we'll go into the playoffs games. What we'll do for the playoffs, um, and we can make it for a title or not. I really don't care. Um, we can just run. We'll just run through our standings the whole year. That sound good? Whoever has the best, get a title. Playoffs only, through the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's fine. Just straight wins. That's it. Yep. So Saturday, first game, Browns. At Texans. This should be a good game. Um, man, I just I've seen the Texans lose in the first round so many times, and I just feel like 
I, I like their team. I just think there's too many injuries, and I'm I just got to take the healthier team and the more experienced team. So I got to go Cleveland here. It's going to be close. Um, 24-21, let's say. You know Dub's taking the Browns. So, Gray? Um, yeah, Browns. Cody? Texans. I can't, I can't deny coach of the year, man. And that game, I mean, that last game, even though Amari Cooper had 275 yards, I mean, that game was closer than it should have been. Stroud didn't play, so. Yeah, and Stroud didn't play. So it was a lot closer than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Barrett? I'm with Cody here. I I like the Texans in a close game. All right. I mean, yeah, I think this is going to be – this will probably be the closest game of the play. Maybe not, but I think this will be the closest game um, of the playoffs. Um, Saturday night in Kansas City, Dolphins at Chiefs, Barrett. I think the Dolphins are going to win in Arrowhead. Cody? Yeah, you know, this game is going to be probably the hardest one, man. Um, Yeah, but I'm going Dolphins. Greg? Uh, No, man. That experience plays a factor in the playoffs. I don't care what anybody says. They still got Mahomes and Kelsey going to Chefs. Um, even though nobody besides Travis Kelsey can catch a ball, um, the Dolphins, or I shouldn't say the Dolphins, Tua in games under 32 degrees um, is like 0-6, and, and it's supposed to be zero degrees in Kansas City on Saturday night. Um, Waddle is still beat up. Their three best odd defensive – well, their three best linemen and linebackers are out. The only good player on that defense is Jalen Ramsey, so – they're kind of going to be fucked. Um, that changed I, back. Nope. Sorry. It's locked. Yeah. I'm sticking with it. Then the same, the same damn Chiefs that got beat by the Raiders. I agree. I trust me. Right. This Chiefs team is not good, but I'm just, I don't Whatever. trust cold. I just don't trust cold weather too. Can't do it. The Chiefs have I won mean, in cold weather. I don't weather. know, man. That, I still, that's still deceiving though. Cause that game, that game they played last year against the Bills in Buffalo in the snow. You know, Tua played well, and they just lost on the last possession of the game. I just don't think Waddle's going to play, and without Waddle, you can double Tyreek, and there's nobody else there who can do jack fuck with a football. That's the problem. So, Cedric Wilson. side, I think, too. Cedric Wilson ain't that dude. Robbie Chosen Anderson ain't that dude. And who else? Oh, yeah, Chase Claypool ain't that dude. Which, by the way, Chase Claypool – um. When he was on the Bears this year, the Bears were like one and four. And since they were, I think, like five and two. And when he went to the Dolphins, the Dolphins were six and one. And now they're one and five. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's really Chase Claypool. That's it. Right. It's because he's Canadian. That's all. Uh, he's kind of, I mean, I've heard some shit that he's kind of douchey, is what it sounds like. But Well, I mean, his name is Chase. I mean, chases do you know aren't that aren't douches? <laughs> one, that's it. One, uh, one out of three, I think. Yeah, see. Um, so it's a thirty-three percent chance that they're going right. to be decent. Um, Sunday, the first game, the one p.m. game, Steelers at Bills. Um, dude, 
I think the Steelers are going to keep this a close game. I'm all over Steelers plus 10, but I just think the Bills are going to pull it off at home. The Bills defense just can't stop the fucking run. And you got Najee and Jalen Warren. If the if and I know Mike Tomlin's going to game plan to that. He's going to run that ball down their throat. If they if they get up and can run that ball and control the game, it's going to be tough for the Bills. But but the problem is the X factor is out and without TJ Watt I think Allen and team are going to – they're just going to be a little too much for the Steelers. Bills are going to win in a close game, maybe by like three or six. Yeah, I agree. T.J. Watt is a uh, – plays a big factor there. And you can see what happens when you pressure Josh Allen. Made a, some hilarious interceptions and decisions like he always does. and uh, But this isn't the game he loses. So they're going to win this one. But don't be surprised if the following week when they're playing the Chefs, they lose again. That'll be an interesting matchup. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Cody? Oh, man. I mean, I don't know. The Bills are terrible against the run. And Mike Tomlin's no dummy, so you know he's not going to come out here passing. Um, But, man, no, nah, give me the Bills. I hate to go against, the, against Tomlin and the Steelers, but it's going to be like, 14-10. Mm-hmm. I think you're right there. Parrot? Yeah, give me the uh give me the bills as well at home. All right, the 430 game on Sunday. Packers at Cowboys. Parrot. Cowboys. Uh Cody? Uh, I'm going Packer. Gray? Fuck you, Cody. <laughs> Gary's face. <laughs> Listen. <clears throat> I've seen this movie before. <laughs> seen it before, too. <laughs> Me, too. But they the ain't losing good, at home. I was going to say, the only good part is that that movie before had Aaron Rodgers. Yep. He ain't walking through that door. Packers look good. They don't want him walking through that door. That's why they pushed him out. The problem is their offense does, but their defense is hot fucking garbage. And as long as Joe Barry is the Packers defensive coordinator, Dallas is going to – I mean, it's going to be close. I'm, I personally have Packers plus seven and a half. I think it will be close. But, um, yeah, man, Mike McCarthy – Mike McCarthy's got to beat the Packers. Um, he has to at home, and I think the defense is going to shut shut them down a little bit on offense. Um, and I think that Dallas's offense is going to be a little bit too much for Green Bay's shitty defense, and it'll be good for Green Bay because then they can finally fire Joe Barry. So they should be rooting for Dallas to blow them the fuck out. I would if I was a Packers fan. Mike um, McCarthy gonna choke this one away. If like Mike McCarthy, if Mike McCarthy chokes this one away. Um, I will I will be calling for his head. Jerry already did. No, no, not yet. I Jerry thought he said, already oh, I love did. It. No, he, love Mike. Mike's great. He, he did he that. He said depending on he said depending on how the how the, the playoffs go. No, he ain't calling for him. Plus you got the next head coach in the fucking booth. <laughs> he said, now Michael. Uh uh, we we've had a good run down here. <laughs> You've done all right. Uh, but we're just going to need you to do a little bit better. 
Now, now my 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 Johnny Walker Blue ain't getting no colder. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm an oil man. You ever seen <laughs> There Will Be Blood? That'll be you. Remember that scene at the end with the bowling pin and Daniel Plainview? That's me. You are Paul Dano. Now, if you lose, that could be you. Dan Quinn would be the next coach. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I, I wouldn't do that, no. No, I would. If if that was truly what happened, it would probably be Mike Brabel. I think he'd bring him in. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, I could see that. I Dan Quinn, though. Ooh. I think he'd bring Brabel in. Hadn't done I'd shit bring... the last two years. I bring Vrabel in before our Dan Quinn. Yeah, have you seen the Titans? Their oh, team is trash. And then that'll just bring Derrick Henry into Dallas, too. Eh. Just saying. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not, not going to worry about it. I'm not going to talk about it. I just blow the shit out of the Packers. Simple as that. Worry about something about 40-year-old men wearing their hats backwards. I don't know. Man. I don't know. And it's not a 59-50. Like, I don't know. And what do you say? He'll chop his dick off for a Super Bowl? Hey. Jerry can get that done. I mean, it's, he probably ain't using it that much anymore anyway, so. Not about Vrabel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. <clears throat> oh, Jerry using his. And Jerry. Got the, Jerry Jerry using his. He got the paternity suits and the and the. And the, and the NDA is to prove it. He ain't he ain't using that fucking yeah yeah paternity suit from a twenty year old girl using it twenty years ago. He ain't using it now. <laughs> yeah, that paternity suit. It's not like it's over a newborn. <laughs> he ain't make Jagger. Jesus, <laughs> Jerry out here tapping more than his oil will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, personally, I think. Um, gonna be the playoff game of the week, Sunday night football, just storyline central. Rams at Lions, Stafford coming home, Stafford coming home. I don't think he's gonna get it done. I do too. No, no fucking Stafford Lions jerseys allowed in the building. Yeah, fucking losers. Rams, double digits. I already told y'all what's gonna happen. Puka going off. I'm telling you what's going to happen. The Lions are an unserious outfit. I'm telling you. Jerry Goof is going to – the Lions are going to get the whole Goof experience. Well, I I hope – but I do hope Goof throws for 505 tutties so I can say, fuck you, Cody, but I hope they still lose. Did you see – That won't happen. Did you see see what Goof said? He said he still got that chip from the trade. (laughs) What? What chip you got, Jerry Goo? What chip do you got? You don't got no. The only chips you got are Doritos, buddy. Right. No, you, you know, you know how far he set the Rams organization back after the trade. Like they had to give up two first round picks just to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. You didn't set him back. You got your Super Bowl. You're done. You're good. Whatever, man. Yeah, we got, uh, we got lucky with Puka Nakua, and he yeah. was a six round pick. You didn't need those first round, remember? Fuck them picks. No, that's you right. don't. We not with, not when you get a guy like Puka. Like, that's the only thing that saves the Rams organization. They are able to hit in late rounds. Well, because honestly, though, that GM, um, what's his name, Cody? I'm blanking. 
Sam? Oh, shit. I can see his face. The younger guy. Uh, he's my guy, too. He's, he's smart as shit, dude. He's smart as shit. I like him. Less Sneed. Less. less. Yeah, less. There you go. I mean, he. you're right, though. But but look at but look at what look at guys you know back in the day like Belichick right he didn't yeah everyone gonna come back with Brady he didn't only hit on Brady that motherfucker hit on a bunch of late round picks for many of years mm-hmm. now granted now he gets stupid with them and he picks some jack fuck from William and Mary who can't do shit but yeah. Belichick did the same thing these guys can see talent now yeah maybe they weren't talented in college wherever the hell they went but. They find these little things that they just, oh, wait, if we get the right coaching, we can make this dude a star. And I think with Puka, it's just the dude's toughness. Now, granted, he can catch a ball. Don't get me wrong. He runs good routes. The motherfucker is tough. He is. He is. He is someone I'd want on my team every day of the week because I've watched him take hits that have let, you know, they've killed guys out there on that field. Literally been out for a whole year. And the dude's back Mm -hmm. three plays later. Dude's just he's just built different, man. He just built different. And that's the thing. Like Les need he hits in the late round, but he's also smart enough to not do the Belichick thing and be like, all right, let it ride. Yeah. Like we're not just gonna keep making these dumb picks in the late rounds. We're gonna make sure they fit. You found your you found your guy. Now, yeah, if you get another one next year, okay, go for it, but you're not doing it every year. You're just not. No. All right. And he's he's smart enough to trade guys away at the right time. Yep, that too. Parrot, Rams, Lions. Um, I'm going the other way here. Give me the Lions. Good. Dub needed a part. I'm happy. I didn't want Dub to be the only one with the Lions, so thank you for taking <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and Monday night, Eagles at Bucks, Parrot. Uh, give me the Eagles. Cody. Eagles and who are they playing? The Bucks, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Nah, upset special, baby. It's gonna be just like in the late nineties. Tampa Bay pulling it out. If they did Eagles. that place. They, that place will be booming Sunday night while I'm down there, though. They're gonna pull it out, man. The greatest Browns quarterback of our generation, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, will come in there and pull out that win. Uh, Eagles get the playoff win. He is old. <laughs> oh, God. I... It's a tough he, one. He is owed a playoff win. Man, the Eagles just suck lately. Lost five of six. Jalen's still kind of iffy on his health. Come on, broken, man! Just come on. Get on the boat. Looked like, looked like that, or whatever the fuck he did. Yeah, yeah, you're right, get Cody. On. Fuck the Eagles, man. Get on the boat. There you go. Get on the boat. I was already on the boat and driving that boat because those guys, every single one in Philly, has quit on Nick Sirianni. Once he put Matt Patricia in there, over. Good night, Irene. Bucks are going to upset the Eagles. The Eagles crushed them earlier this year. And Baker looked like shit last game, last game against Carolina. I don't think that happens. I think Baker pulls out one of them. He's going to pull out one of those Baker games where he goes 20 for 25, 290, three tutties, two to Mike Evans, one to 
I can go K Dotton. I think K Dot will get it. I can go Tampa uh 24-17. Gonna be bombs over Broad Street. <laughs> so there we go. That's our playoffs. We got a lot of good games this week. I'm excited for wildcard weekend. A lot of good games. Which means uh so if this all happens, which would be interesting, the Bucks would be going to Dallas, which was gonna be a first round matchup. Mm-hmm. But Dallas would have been in Tampa, and uh, the Rams would be going to play uh, old San Fran division. That's right. That's right. Now, in a perfect world, in my perfect world, um, you know, Lions win and Eagles win. And the Lions Detroit, go to Dallas. Detroit can come back to Dallas. Philly can go beat San Fran, and then we can take Philly. <laughs> I would like perfect that. World. Perfect I would like game. that. Then we get home field the whole way except Super Bowl. <laughs> and get beat and get beat by Baltimore. Yep. All right. I like it. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good week of playoffs. And it's going to be cold as shit. So we can just sit inside and watch playoffs all weekend. Fucking love it. All right. Well, uh, that's it for sports. Well, we got you. Yeah. First, I was going to say first card of the year. As I was saying, UFC. Oh, you said that's it for sports. Are you saying UFC? Yeah, is this isn't a sport. <laughs> it's like cheerleading. All right. This is what we're doing this year. No one's picking. We're just going to flip every week. So, Cody, you're going to just start it off, and then Gray and I are going to flip. So, who goes left this week and who goes right? All right, Barry. Let's go left side, man. All right. Strong side. Goddamn right, because I'm right. I'll start off on the left. Gray goes to the right. Next week, I go to the right. Gray's on the left. You guys get it. If you don't get it, um, DM us at at Over the Line Sports Pod on Twitter or on X, excuse me. And uh, if you ask that question, we will never send you swag. Um, (laughs) Forget that guy. (laughs) The, The tweet X. So we have our first UFC fight night of the year from the USC, UFC Apex in Vegas on Saturday night. Flyweight bout to start it off in 2024 from the United States. Joshua Van. From Brazil, Felipe Bunez. And a lightweight bout from Brazil, Nicolas Jake Lamada. From Australia, Tom Nolan. <laughs> Featherweight bout, massive favorite from the United States, Weston Wilson. Do you think his middle name is W, so his initials are WWW? Weston Woodward Wilson. (laughs) That'd be awesome. And from uh, Brazil again, Jean Silva. Man, he's so cool, he's got no face. From, oh, this dude doesn't have a country, uh, Bantamweight bout, your favorite at minus 278 with no country. We don't know where he's from. Fareed? Basharat. He's got a nice hair part too there. Yes, he does. And from Francais, Taylor Lapalus. Bantamweight bout from the United States. Marcus McGee, Marcus Willis McGee. And from Peru, no one fucks with Gaston Balonis. Welterweight bout, finally a close one in odds. Uh, minus one twenty-five favorite from the United States. Matthew smells like a burger. 
And uh, plus 105, uh, it's from the United States, Preston Parsons. Do you think his middle name starts with a P? We got Preston WWW and PPP. Patrick Parsons. Now, if we just have BBB, we can have the Better Business Bureau on here and we're going to be good. And your last fight on the prelims, didn't even know this motherfucker was still fighting, but he is the plus 440 dog from the United States, the Pitbull. I think his first fight was when Cody was in middle school. That's how long ago it was. Andre Arlowski. He's still out here. He's still out here. Taking punches. Oh, man. (laughs) Yep. And your favorite at minus 600. From the Dominican Republic, where's Waldo Cortez Acosta? <laughs> Starting on your main card, the slight underdog in a middleweight fight from the United States, Phil Hawes. And from Brazil, is he's he are they both favorite odds? Both minus. Huh. That's a that's a tight Just one. Just like a pick'em. Oh yeah. From Brazil, we don't talk about Bruno Ferreira. <laughs> Bantamweight bout from the United States and a minus 175 favorite. The number 13th ranked Bantamweight in the world, Ricky Simon says. And plus 145 from the United States, it's a me, a Mario Dave Batista. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Um, and your lightweight bout, speaking of guys who've been fighting this one since Cody might have been in kindergarten, a lightweight bout from the United States, a minus 120 favorite, Jim Miller. Oh, my God. <laughs> I went to school with Jim Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and from Mexico, plus 100 odds, Gabriel Benitez. I mean, that name is so common. You actually probably went to school with a guy named Jim Miller. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the flyweight bout plus 205 from Brazil, the number of fifth ranked flyweight in the world, Matthias Nicolau. From Portugal, minus 250 favorite, Manel, Batman's cape. <laughs> and your main event, light heavyweight bout, big minus 455 favorite, the number three ranked light heavyweight in the world. Magomed Ankelaklev. And from Brazil, plus 350, Johnny Walker, Jack Label. Fair enough. Should be a good card. I like that card. Good, good, way to, good way to start the year. And next week, or two weeks, however you want to put it, we already go into a PPV for the UFC. What is it, 298? That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, had, um, 297, actually. I lied, 297. So we yeah, have... So 300 this, will be April, thir- April 13th is 300. Yes, it is. I hope we that's going to be playing where I plan to be that day. <laughs> Um, I think we're there till nine, so it'll be a Perfect. after party. Hmm. Um, yeah, so next week's 297 in Toronto, that's Strickland and uh, Duplis. Then we got a fight night, a fight night. 298 is February 17th, uh, Volkanowski and Topura from Anaheim. Um, fight night, fight night. UFC 299 is March 9th from Miami, O'Malley and Vera 2. O'Malley and Vera 2, excuse me. Then we got fight night, fight night. And on April 13th, UFC 300, which right now, 
Um, the card is Oliveira and uh, Tajaka Shakashan, Yuri Prokosha and Alexander Rakic, Calvin Katar and Aljamain Sterling, and Bo Nickel and Cody Brundage. So four good fights already on the card. And Bo Nickel, I mean, at the rate we're going here for the fights that are on here, Bo Nickel ain't going to be on the main card. Yeah. He's going to be uh, probably last fight on the prelims would be my guess. So strong start for the UFC 300. And also, hopefully, Jim Miller wins this fight fast because if he can get to UFC 300, he'll be on 100, 200, and 300. Just got to make it. He going to do it. All right. That is it. Thank you to Wes Anderson for uh, moments of time. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Reiki Merch, Paper Denim Martin, Sparty Steve, and as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. And make sure you don't root for the Packers this weekend. Go, Pack, go. Bird. He's too busy sleeping at the wheel. <laughs>